He's fading fast. And on that cough, we have started recording. <laughs> there you go. We, we've exchanged claps for coughs. <laughs> oh, you didn't give me any warning. No, I don't need to now. Oh, well, now I can just yeah, but, do it. But, push it but, but. We can all we can all just we can all just clap as we feel like to make it uh, just to make it really fun to edit. Please don't it peaks the sound. <laughs> sound peaking is a pain in the ass. I I know it is I know it is but it's also it but when it's not happening to me and when I don't have to deal with it it's really it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> when it's an SEP, <sighs> someone else's problem. Someone else's mm. problem indeed. All right. Uh, welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, because um, that is also someone else's problem. Uh, no, no, it's not working. Uh, my segues have gotten really bad last last few, a few times. Mm. Out. I think I need to do some brain training because my because my my words aren't working. Regardless, I'll check your blood sugar, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, uh, Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined uh, by Stu. Hello. I'm joined by Neil. Hello. I'm joined by Darren. Hello. And I'm joined by Amy. Hello. Good evening, everybody. How are we all doing today? Well, Darren's dying on us. I felt. I'm here. I can tell. Yeah. Live on air. your fortitude rolls, aren't you, mate? You're going to do a Tommy Cooper on this. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. On, to, on tonight's podcast, um, if you if you're up to date, you'll know that somebody in the party is at risk of dying. But based yeah. on Darren, it's it's not who you thought. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Well, could, could this be a snuff podcast <sighs> where a character dies and the, and the actor playing the character dies? It might too, be a snuff one. I didn't. Agree. Uh, I, I mean, if that's the case, <laughs> if that's the case, Neil, I'm screwed because I I, I run all the NPCs NPCs that, that you've killed so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the NPC, I've I've been thinking of a new um, theme song to the show. Oh Is yeah, I was like, uh oh, we're in trouble because <laughs> fuck me, we are. Well, Alwyn is anyway. Alwyn is, I yeah. Fine. I think you're fine. I think you're alright. Don't, don't know what you're on about. I'm wearing my <laughs> Alwyn t-shirt to kind of... That's what I said, I like it. Yeah. I liked and, uh, it. The last time I wore this t-shirt was actually last night. Dom, do you want to share with everyone what you did last night? I did absolutely nothing um, last night. I don't know what you're on about, Stu. Dom Let's killed see. a character last night in our social <gasps> game. I did, I so did. He's getting in practice for tonight, I'm certain of it, and I'm wearing That's the same it. t-shirt. Mm. Or, or the, the, the other way you can look at it, Stu, is that my bloodlust has been temporarily sated. I know you better than that, Dom. <laughs> it's never sated. <laughs> also, let's let's be complete, 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 completely honest here. I didn't kill um, Benjamin Cornelius Raleigh. Uh, Roll twenty killed Benjamin Cornelius Raleigh because, <laughs> um, like, seriously, the party could not roll. I, th- I think anything above a seven during during the entirety of this combat session. <laughs> there were a lot of terrible, terrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so some somehow um, somehow uh, one of the characters got out of it, but the the other didn't. We've got to find out what happens next time because it's uh, going to get a bit spicy, I think. But we'll we'll see what happens there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's going to be interesting. But that's not what we're here for. No, it's and not. Damn it, we're it's here. been a long <sighs> week for me. <laughs> a long week. I am one roll away from finding out. Well, two rolls potentially. Yeah. You got to hear a point. Now I now I see why you were so insistent on doing this role at the start of the session, Stu. Because we'd hit the hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I suppose yeah. In line of that, I am potentially three rolls away from death. <coughs> three rolls. How do you figure three rolls? Because I'm undying two. Mm-hmm. So if I fail one more roll, that's dying three. Okay. If I fail an other, a, a second roll, I can use a hero point. To fail the third roll, so that would be three rolls away from yeah, death. That's true. Uh, I mean, it, are, are it you hinting be, at something here? It, it could be two, Stu, because 
It could be two, because obviously if that first roll is a critical mm. fail, that is two yes. increases by two. So Yes. <laughs> yes, it could be less than two. I mean, one of your NPCs could, under their own volition and not under your control at all, decide to come over and, like, you know, stomp on me. Mm. Yeah, Don't yeah. Put ideas yeah. in his head. Well, no, not, it happens. Nadia is there. Nadia is that. Nadia's been waiting for fifty episodes to slam an axe into your chest. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> you do control the other NPCs. Just saying. <laughs> it's your fault. I blame. I name you. <laughs> you can blame me all you want. I'm accepting none of it. Well, there we go. Mm. All right. Uh, well, um, with enough kind of uh, presumptuous doom and gloom there, um, I feel like we're ready to just get straight on with the game. What do you think, Rogues? I want to find out if everyone else has got any fuel in their cars. I managed to get I managed to get get some yesterday um, on my way back from Bournemouth. Um, I did have to stop at three petrol stations before I found one that had some, but uh, yeah, I did get some in the end. I don't drive. Mm. I don't drive, but um, I don't know how much my wife has got left in her car. Ah, I spent two hours driving around High Wycombe and the surrounding areas, even going onto the motorway services. Not a drop of diesel to be found. Looks like I'm going to have to blow off two jobs. Mm. Bastards. Mm. Mm. Absolute bastards. And and yes, and uh, listeners, if you're one of those people who has hoarded fuel and filled up lots of fuel cans and... um, uh, when you don't need to, when it's uh, you know you, you're only doing like half a mile every other week, then uh, fuck you, you're a cunt. Uh, yes, and uh, on, on on this on this on this rare occasion, uh, I, uh, Stu does speak for me. I I, I, I agree, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, so yeah, stop stop panic buying, stop being idiots, and we'll all come out of this with some semblance of sanity. I, I wonder how many people really are panic buying. You know, most people are just filling up the tank, aren't they? I mean, you hear stories about people filling jerry cans and whatever, but I don't think it's that widespread. Yeah, if, you, if you've got half a tank and all you're doing is like driving your kids to school, like you know, two hundred yards up the road, which they do. I've seen you, Sandra. Yeah. I know what you're doing. Um, then you know that is panic buying because that no, half a tank will last for weeks. I, I fill up my car when it's got half a tank, just to top it up, ready for a journey. You know, it, it's oh. it's the military way. You would always you would you set off always with a full tank, and there'd be a, a an inspection before you set off, and you'd have to actually lift the cap off, and they could see the fuel in the tank. Okay, That's, it's just a standard military thing. But if, you know, if you're not if you're not filling up jerry cans and bathtubs and things like that, all you're doing is filling up your nope. car. If Which is are... perfectly reasonable, even even if you're, it's going to take you weeks to use it, because you might not be able to get it for weeks. The reason there's a fuel shortage, it's not because people are panic buying, it's because the fuel isn't getting delivered. No, Neil, Neil, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you very strongly here, because if you are putting fuel in your car at a time when you wouldn't normally... I mean, yes, if you normally fill your car when it's down to half a tank and it's down to half a tank, then yes, that would be normal. If, if you normally fill your car when it's down to a quarter and you're filling it when it's half... That is panic buying. No, it's yes, if, it is. If, if you're got... listening to aliens explore, I, no, I, I think I have an I'm, argument. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put my foot down on the, on this, folks. Let's 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 all take a breath. Let's no. chill out. Emotions are high right now. If you if you if you've got three quarters of a tank full and you go to the petrol station, you're only putting in quarter of a tank. So you know what's the what's the what's the harm? Well, it's quarter of a tank that someone else then can't how about have. How about we save all this lovely animosity <laughs> for the uh, for the threat facing you as a group, folks? <laughs> Me. Uh, <laughs> Neil and I have an entire podcast where we just argue. No, we do, yeah. We're used to it. <laughs> yeah, the do. whole country is falling apart. You know, this is just the first, the first wave. There's worse to come. I agree. So let's I, play a game. So I, let's I, play I, a game. That's it. Let's 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 play a game. Let's have some let's have some escapism. Let's maybe kill a beloved character or so. I don't mm. know. We'll see. All oh, oh, right. Is is someone else in danger other than I'll win them? <laughs> no comment. Chardonnay. <laughs> All right. Chardonnay is uh, probably the only beloved character in this game. <laughs> Chardonnay and Otto, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, some yeah. evils from Amy there. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so, getting so, evils from you. So, so, 
So, a needle pulling thread. Everybody, everybody, have a little breath. <laughs> Get out of your system. Are we all right? We good? In we do a podcast the now. Oh, yeah. and out the <laughs> you say we're allowed to do these rumbles as long as we like. Mm. Y- yes. <laughs> I'm You've making an exception to my own rule. <laughs> Alright, um, so our adventurers uh, Orwin Templeton, Brother Ramos Otto von Niederschläger and Della Thornbury um, have met, have uh, entered the guardhouse of Marcion Exorian uh, kind of a local uh, mercenary guard captain type fellow uh, who, is in, who, is, who had imprisoned um, uh, Ringir, Ma- Ringir Malenkov a, sm- a smuggler who can help them get into the city of Whitethrone uh, he's been imprisoned on uh, on on charges of a sort of sort of sedition and stirring revolt in the uh, in, in in the local area, and um, when uh, when the party attempted to kind of uh, get him released or sort of figure out where where he was, um, they've ended up in a bit of a pickle um, after a failed attempt at uh, at stealing. Uh, the key for where Ringir is presumably held from from Marcion, uh, the 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 situation turned violent, um, and uh, you ended up in battle with Marcion and also the uh, also his two his two ogre bodyguards, uh, Borger and Wank. <laughs> <laughs> Borger and Wank. Borger and Wank. There we go. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna let you have your puerile humour because I feel, I feel like it might defuse the, the mood in the room a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Bugger and Wank, uh, the two ogre bodyguards, uh, jo- jo- joined the battle, and as you and as uh, as you fought, uh, Marcion revealed himself to be uh, not just a human, but um, a large white wolf in human form. Um, and in fighting with him, uh, you, you discovered that he had the ability to breathe out a powerful blast of frigid cold air, um, which had uh, done quite a number on several of you so far. And um, the last thing that happened uh, was Marcion, uh, without his, his, his frost breath available, available to him, uh, wheeled on, uh, on Olwyn and clamping a mighty blow into him, uh, tossed him like a rag doll and threw him, threw him to the ground where Olwyn lay. Um, Owen lay unconscious and uh, at risk of dying, and that is kind of where we bring ourselves back in. We bring ourselves back into uh, back in, back into the combat round. Um, it is the start of Orwin's turn. Orwin, uh, I need you to make me a recovery check, please. Right, I need to pick which d20 I'm going to roll this with. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a very, <laughs> it's a very important decision. I am right. I don't use these very often because they land with a massive thunk, but I've got some solid steel dice. Nice. Don't really heavy. Too much, though. Mm. I'm going to save it for special Have, have you got a, a slingshot catapult to go with it? <laughs> <laughs> Not one that can stew. reach all the say. way to Oxfordshire. <laughs> when, you say, when you say they're really heavy, does that mean they're really heavy on one side? <laughs> uh, no, mm. no, they're balanced. Uh, they're probably the most balanced dice I have, in fact. But here we go. I mean, the most expensive dice I've got. 16! There we go. Mm. Orwin lives uh, another round. Um, so, <laughs> Stu, um, reduce your dying value from dying two to dying one. Not out of the woods yet, but um, mm. getting better. There we go. Uh, that, however, does end your turn, uh, which is going to bring us round to Brother Amos. Uh, so, Brother Amos, to remind you, um, you have this kind of uh, white wolf that is Marcion kind of directly in front of you. Um, Behind you, uh, there is there, uh, there th- th- there is a wall that the wolf smashed down in order, order to get into the main chamber. Um, beyond that broken wall, uh, there is an ogre bearing down on Otto, who is underneath the table. Um, and uh, to, to your right, there is a second ogre engaged with with Nadia, and kind of immediately to your, to, to your left, you can see you, you can see the uh, the still unmoving form of Alwyn. Where he's been thrown <laughs> into the wall. Mm. Did you say I'm next to the wolf? Yes, you are. Yeah. I'm just going to take a swing at the Yep, no worries. Roll the attack. Okay, roll two attacks for me. 
yep, 15 misses. 60 also misses. You sl you thud into him with two strikes, but again, you keep finding uh, sort of quite quite muscly parts of parts of his flank. The, uh, you're, you're trying to find a soft spot and work through his defences, but you're not, <coughs> not finding anywhere. You've got two actions left. Yep, you draw your staff and you make an attack with the staff. Roll the attack. 19. 19. Again, it's not enough to hit. This time, uh, you go you go to swing straight towards Marcion's head, uh, and he just sort of, he, he sort of ducks under it as the staff washes above him. Uh, that's going to be you all done. Uh, that will bring us around to Nadia. Um, Nadia sort of, uh, sort of here's, here's, here's the commotion behind her um, sees that Olwyn has kind of gone down and is starting, uh, basically been thrown into the wall um, yeah okay you can see that she's going to uh, first up uh, sort of with a shout of Olwyn someone, someone help him um, she's going to you use an action to take out from a pouch. Uh, there's a vial of, of red liquid. Um, she's going to use a second action uh, to, uh, to, uh, to kind of throw it towards Brother Amos. Um, and uh, then she's going to use her third action to reset her grip on her axe and make a strike against uh, Borga the Ogre. see uh, kind of where she's taken uh, where she's where she's yeah where where she's kind of taken taken the time to, to time to get this 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 potion across to brother Ramos uh, she is distracted just enough and and the axe sails wide of the ogre that will end her turn it is the ogre it is that ogre's turn um, and Borga is going to move in a little bit so he's in a position where he's kind of towering over you as well brother Amos and he will make one strike towards brother Amos uh, but I think that's going to miss that is a four on the dice for a total of for a total of 16 brother Amos is that a hit that is a miss okay and <coughs> Then rounds rounds the ogre hook onto Nadia and is going to make an attack against her. And that's the same roll, which is also a miss. So so Borga sort sort of staggers forward, ogre hook in hands, looking quite badly hurt himself. I should add, um, makes a swing towards towards Brother Amos. Um, you wait for it, for him to telegraph the exact point where he's bringing it down, and you, you duck out, duck out the way. Goes to, he goes to backhand the hook towards Nadia. Um, and she also similarly sees it coming and is able to duck as it whooshes over her head. Um, end of its turn. Della, we're on to you. Okay. So, uh, where am I? Uh, yep, so to remind you, you, you Della, um, directly in front of you, there is um, Marcion Nixorin in, in, in his wolf form. Um, you are you are actually in a, in a position where you are currently flanking with, with Nadia, kind of on, on the far side of him. Um, to your immediate right, you can see that Olwyn is uh, is is on the ground, not moving. Okay. Right. Um, well, I will. Uh, seeing Olwyn lying on the floor next to me, I can do something about this. I have a minor healing potion in my bag. So okay. I assume that I can give that to him. You can, so it'll be one action to take her to take that out, mm -hmm. and then an, an, another action to administer that to him. I'll do that. But that is going to be a very good <coughs> play there from Della. Uh, did I make any indication as to how much that restores Della? Uh, no, it is not on my sheet, but I can. That's all right. I'm just grabbing it now. I suspect. I think it might be a D8. Check it for a minor. 
1d8. It is a d8, there we go. Uh, so please roll a d8 for me, Della, and then uh, Orwin will get that much back. You get seven. Very nice. Seven back, thank you very much. So, yeah, so so Orwin, um, as as Della pours this liquid down your throat, you sort of splutter and cough and come to, come to consciousness. Uh, you are prone on the ground. You have the wounded one condition. Um, but you are alive, which is the main thing for now. Uh, Della, you've got one action left. All right, uh, I will take a swing at the wolf boy. Uh, with my rapier, which I have in my hand, I think. Yep, you should. Yeah, I, th- I believe yep. you did last time out, because that's what yep. you were attacking with. I rolled 20. <laughs> did you? I rolled 20. Yay, I did. Bloody hell. Um, I almost don't know if it's worth rolling damage. Ro- roll damage for me with sneak attack. 33, so... Crit card. Mm-hmm. Crit card, so 2d6 and 1d6. Uh, with the rapier, you also get... So, so roll roll that damage as normal, and then yep. double it for the crit. And then because mm-hmm. it's a rapier, uh, you get your deadly d8 on top. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, so my normal damage was 10, doubled as 20, and I rolled a 2 from the d8, so 22. Um, yeah, uh, Della, tell me how you how you, how you you finish off Martin Exorian. Yeah, he, had, he had 11 hit points when you hit him there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I will poke him in the eye. Aggressively. Yeah. Aggressively poke him in the eye. That's, You've had a very productive turn, I have to say. <laughs> I, I, well, it was my fault that we were in this whole mess, so it's only right that I sort of fix it. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yes. That was your idea. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to gloss over that, though. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's fixed now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So kind of as as uh, as kind of with almost with with one hand you bend down uh, to 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 deliver a potion to Olwyn uh, Della and then as as you're standing with a little pirouette you you, you sort of twist and faint um Marcion sort of leaps towards you to uh presumably to sink his teeth into you once again and in doing so finds himself impaled on your rapier hmm. and uh good work you pull the blade free, and uh, the wolf. Uh, you see, you see the wolf corpse slumps to to the ground. Uh, there's some other stuff that happens that we'll get to uh, shortly. Uh, but first, we are still in initiative, as there are still two ogres uh, there there to deal with. But at the at, at the end of your turn, Della, um, we are round to uh, Wunk, the the other ogre, um, sort of over his shoulder. Um, Sees that uh, Marcion sort sort of slumps sl- slumps to the ground, and just lets out this bellow. No, no, Marcion. Um, he's gonna, yeah, sort of forgetting about Otto for a second. He is gonna stomp towards you. Uh, Orwin is in the way. Uh. Yep, you see, so it uses an action to step towards you. Um, second action, it will attack uh, Della. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. I think that's going to miss. That does miss. Okay, and last action. Um, he's going to make a swing at, uh, at, at, at Della again. And that's better, but I think it's going to end up being the same. Uh, yeah, that's that's another eighteen to hit. That's another miss. So you 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 hear you hear this this bellow from the uh, the big meeting room where you first met Marcion. You hear the stomping footsteps as this ogre heads towards you, and then with these big clumsy blows uh, that are yeah, you're you're quick enough on your feet, Della, that that you do- dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge, and you uh you suffer no injuries there. Uh, the end of Wunk's turn, it is Otto, uh, currently underneath the, uh, the big meeting table. So, who is in the most danger at the moment? Um, well, currently, like ju- just in terms of positioning, um, mm. Brother Amos is kind of in a position where he's directly between these, these two ogres. Mm. Um, 
and I mean, in, in fact, from what you've just seen happen, uh, your entire party are, are, are kind of within uh, within arm's reach of these creatures. So it is Wank, Wank who is nearest to me. Is it with his back to me? Uh, yes, yes. I shall come out from under the table and produce flame. Yeah, sure thing. So uh, it'll be an action to kind of crawl out from the table. Um, you can stay on the ground and you use your last two actions to produce flame. Uh, roll your spell attack. So my spell attack is... Is it just a d20 with my... It's a d20 and then you add your spell attack modifier. That is 20. 20 is enough to hit. Roll the damage for me. So damage is... Is it... Uh... 1d4 for every level. I can't, I can't remember what it was. Uh, yes, it's a d4. Um, it's a d4 for every level of the spell. So mm. it's a cantrip. So it's automatically heightened to half your level rounded up. Um, your level five. It's level three. So three times d4. Yes, and then you also you also get to add your um, uh, your charisma modifier. Okay. As so you are a, so are a sorcerer. That's one. Plus two. You need more D fours, man. <laughs> yeah. I've only got one. Plus four, so that's that's seven plus my charisma is. So it's gonna be ten, I think. Total. Uh, charisma is four, so that's eleven. Eleven. Okay, very nice. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, you sort of roll out for, out, for, out from under the table, Otto, uh, sort of bringing a ball of fire up as you do so, and you, you streak it through the air, um, scorches across Wonk's back, uh, but it is still up and fighting. Um, that's all three of your actions, Otto. You are still yes. on the ground. Um, end of your turn. Uh, it would be Martian, but he's dead. Uh, so we're, we're on to Alwyn. Thank you, Della. Alright, got you back. Gosh. Um, right, so the first thing I would like to do is command Chardonnay to assist Nadia against Yeah, Borga. absolutely can. So, um, what do you want Chardonnay to do? Because, because um, from where Chardonnay currently is, uh, he can make two attacks. Alternatively, um, if he were to move a single square, uh, he would be flanking with Nadia. Uh, yeah, let's do the move and the flank because uh, Nadia will get the benefit of that. Yep, no worries. Uh, so that attack is oh, it's not good. Eighteen. Uh, these guys aren't aren't hard to hit. You you, you discovered this when you when you fought them in the, in the forest previously. Uh, Eighteen is a hit for Chardonnay. Excellent, and it's max damage uh, with his jaws of ten points. Ten points. Yeah, both uh, both ogres are looking quite severely hurt now, uh, but there's al almost this primal rage has taken has, has taken them over as they see that um, uh, that, that Marcion has gone down. Right. And if Alwyn stands up, will he be uh, next to uh, Wunk? Yes, yes, you are. Right, uh, he'll stand up, and he will uh, take a poke at Wunk with his rapier. Okay, roll the attack. <coughs> 18. Uh, 18, again, is a hit. Roll the damage. That is four points of damage. Four points of damage, very nice. Uh, I think that's you done. Yep, one, one action for Chardonnay, one action to stand up, one action to strike. Uh, end of your turn, Alwyn, it's Brother Amos. So you've cut... You've currently got an you've currently got an, an ogre either side of you. Um, decisions, decisions. I'll go for the one on my left. Yep, no worries. Roll those attack that attack. Let's roll two attacks. A twenty-two. Uh, hits. Uh, also hits. 
four points of damage. Okay, very nice. Um, yeah, you you hammer into you hammer in, into Wonk. You sort of catch him. In, um, they've both got, got got these sort of, sort of quite thick, flat, thick, flat, flabby guts. Um, but one strike sort of sort of knocks uh, knocks the belly up a bit. The second you drive up into his chin, uh, the ogre reels backwards um, on his last legs, but still standing. Two actions left. Mm-hmm. Roll again. Oh, I just rolled a natural 20. Yay! Hey. There you go. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, just with a um, yeah, with a with a mighty strike, once again working on uh, on, on the center mass there, um, you wind your fist back, Brother Ramos, and you slam the fist uh, square into the center of where Wunks. Uh, kind of rib, kind of rib cages. Uh, you hear the cracking and shattering of bones as you cave his rib cage completely in, and the <laughs> ogre sort of staggers on on its feet for a second, unable to breathe, and then collapses to the ground with a thud. You've got one action left. <coughs> um, I'll have a swig at the other ogre. Yeah, might as well. Uh, be minus if you're using your fist, it'll be minus eight. Oh shit! I dropped the dice on the floor. I'll roll a different one. Yeah. If you can't I just roll the natural one. No, oh, no. buddy! Hmm. Roll a d6 for me, Darren. Five. Five. Five is a critical fumble there, uh, Brother Amos. Okay. I know. Could you, could you please roll damage for me, as if you would normally? Am I adding my own uh, yes. thingy to that? Okay, so that's a six. Six damage total. Okay, uh, as you go to strike Borger, um, Brother Amos, um, you overextend, you overbalance and keep on a kind of whipping round to make this last strike. And uh, you you pitch forward with, with the strike. Um, Borger is nowhere near where you thought he was. And you overbalance and you face plant the ground. Um, you take 12 points of damage as you critically hit yourself. Can I use liberating <laughs> step on that? Um, I, I think... No, because the wording on liberating step is specifically when an, an enemy damages enemy, you. Yeah, yeah, and he's damaged himself. So. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Fair, okay. So yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, the crit fumble you drew was grave miscalculation. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, end of your turn, though, brother Amos. We are round to Nadia, um, who uh, sort sort of looks over, sees that Alwyn is is up once more. And uh, she breathes a little sigh, sigh of relief. Um, she sort of looks at looks at looks at the ogre uh, and, and says, "All right, we can put this put this one down too, just like this." Um, she'll use first action for her um, guiding words in case it becomes relevant. She uses her second action to slam the ogre with the axe, and you watch as she slams uh, the ogre with with the axe. Um, the axe sinks deep into into the ogre's gut. Um, she pulls it free. Uh, the ogre puts puts a hand weakly to its stomach, sort of staggers to one knee, and then uh, she brings the axe down once more with a mighty battle roar. <gasps> uh, and she decapitates the ogre where it stands as it sl- slops to the floor with a thud. Oh, Nadia's yeah. a nice work. Nice work, Nadia. Decaffeinated. <laughs> there um, we go. You guys are out of combat for the time being. Can I? Can I do one thing? Can I? Can I cast a healing spell? Can I cast yeah, a level? Because yeah. we've all suffered quite some damage, so I'll cast a, a level three healing spell. Um, just to everyone in the room who's still alive. Yeah. Absolutely can. Yeah. You. I say so you're you're out of combat now, so you don't have yes. to do things kind of on your turn or whatever. Right. 
So yeah, mark off mark off your level three healing and roll the uh, roll 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 what you get. It's a d20, isn't it? No, it's the d8s. Probably three d8, I imagine, plus your charisma. Uh terrible possibilities. Yeah, you're not attacking yeah. us. I mean, no. well, you might be. Yeah. <laughs> Don't um, trust that, Tom. <laughs> uh, 3d8. D8, D8. It's a D8, so. 2 plus 3 plus 2. 7. 7, very nice. Back. Okay. Um, Alwyn's going to sort of slide down the wall to a sitting position, then uh, beckon Brother Amos over to him. Uh, and assuming Brother Amos comes over, does yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he'll get you to sit by his side, and Alwyn is going to start a treat wounds simultaneously on himself and Brother Amos using Ward Medic. Ooh. Which is a feat allows me to uh, do treat wounds on two people at once. I think it does, doesn't it? It does. Um, but do I roll separately? This is the question that I can't um, figure yeah, out. Yeah, I think... Um, so look, looking at it, it, it's still two separate checks. It just means that you can do two people at the same time. Right. Um, so this is going to be um, Alwyn and Brother Amos for ten minutes. Yeah, that's um, fine. But I'll I'll do the rolls now. Mm-hmm. Um, going to do this at the higher rate of uh, twenty DC. Yep, sure thing. Uh, just make sure I've got the right page up. Uh, yeah, so this is DC twenty. Uh, so I'll win first. Uh, is a dirty twenty. That's great. So that's mm. and. Uh, Gives you it's two d eight plus um plus plus ten yeah two d eight plus ten on a dc twenty yeah so Owen gives himself uh twenty six back which is good uh, so back to forty and I now lose the wounded condition don't I uh, I believe wounds. you do I believe you do uh, and on brother Amos. Uh, oh yeah, that's an easy success. That's twenty six. So brother Amos gets back uh, seventeen hit points. Very nice. Well done. Thank you. Uh, so as as uh, sort of Alwyn sort sort of starts to patch up his own injuries and those of brother Amos, um, uh, Della and Otto, are you guys doing anything whilst this is happening? Well, I'm, I'm going to get that that thing that I was after. Yeah. In the first yeah, so, place. Yeah. So now, now, now you've got a moment to breathe, Della. Uh, you sort of turn. Excuse me. Uh, you turn. You turn the body of Marcion over. Um, he is still in the form of uh, of the wolf. Like he, he hasn't returned to his human form. Um, but what you do notice, Della, is that um, there seem to be a few objects that had previously kind of melded into him when he when he changed shape. Um, those objects have reappeared on his body and can now be taken freely. Um, you see that around his neck there is a leather cord um, that has uh, what looks to be a, um, a couple of keys on it, which was what you were originally trying to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also kind of in the, in the pocket of this uh, sort of um, long white leather, white leather coat, um, you you find the silver sapphire silver sapphire medallion uh, that Olwyn had threw at him previously. Uh, give me a perception roll as you do so, Della. Okay, okay. Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. Uh, so kind of as as you're as you're um, sort of going through the coat to get this medallion back, um, you notice um, that there is. Uh, Looks to, be, looks to be a small pouch, also kind of strapped across the chest itself, uh, which you, you you open up, and inside it you find um, a small vial containing uh, a, a familiar red liquid. This is a moderate healing potion, and you also find a collection of coins. Uh, there is uh, eight gold pieces and twelve silver pieces. 
What happened to the healing potion that Nadja threw at Brother Amos? Uh, so Brother Amos still has that. Oh, does anybody need it? Oh, I mean, uh, save that for when we're desperate. Yes, when, you know, when I've run out of insta-heals, like I did. Mm. Uh, is this um, medallion thing yours, Alan? Oh, thank you. Yes. Was it a lesser healing potion? Uh, that a Nadia threw to you. Let me just check. Uh, yes, it was a lesser healing potion. Obviously, if you're hanging on to that, obviously make a note of it. Yeah, I've done. So I've got two keys on this thing. Uh, yeah, well, I think there's probably actually sort actually sort of three or four keys, but there are a number of keys on this this little this little key key strap. Is there? Well, um, we've got ten minutes. Can I see anything that needs a key around here, like a safe? Or, you know, something with valuable. Or a, a cell kept. with ring gear in it. Oh, yeah, all that. But, you know, you know, oh, we yeah. sit down that's, for a little bit. We've here. got time to have a look at stuff while you're recovering. <laughs> I'm quick. <Okay>. So <laughs> as as as, uh, as you're sort of waiting for Orwin and Brother Ramos to, to, to sort themselves out, uh, you start having a little look around... Um, Around uh, this this library building, uh, you do find that, that behind the old store counter uh, there is uh, there is a door uh, which appears to be locked. And um, after trying trying the keys in it, you, you soon find that one of these keys opens this door, and inside you just find um, what looks to be a dusty old office or storeroom. <coughs> it doesn't appear to have been used um, in any. Doesn't doesn't appear to have been used in anger in in, in quite some time. Um, you also find that up um, up the central set of stairs, uh, there are two doors, uh, kind of either side of the top of that, uh, both of which um, both of which are locked when you try them. And you see that as 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 you get to the top of the stairs, uh, the corridor kind of switches back on itself, and you can see um, another door. Um, that looks like it perhaps leads out onto onto a balcony or, or, or veranda of some kind. Well, I don't think they'll keep him outside. That's a fair assumption. Mm. Yeah, so kind of as you get to the top of the stairs, Della, um, uh, as mentioned, there is a wooden door on your left and a wooden door on your right. They both look um, uh, not not identical, but they both look, look of, 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 of similar design and construction. All right. Uh, I'll check the left one first. You check the left one first. Okay. Uh, you... be here. <laughs> uh, again, uh, you you find that this uh, that this this particular door is is unlocked, Della. And uh, you you step into um, what looks to be a dormitory of some kind. Uh, there are several bunk beds uh, that that have been lined around the walls, and there is a very a very strong stench of body odor, kind of just just in this in this place. Um, uh, in here, you don't see much of interest. Although, actually, give me a perception roll. Okay. Oh. Uh. 27 27 okay um, a quick glance around around this room um, tells you that this seems to be um, used exclusively for sleeping in there doesn't appear to be anything um, you know if if it, it seems that whoever uses th this uh, this area for sleeping and it does seem to seem to have been recently used you see that some of the beds have been have been been disturbed and such um, uh, you do, you do see that they, um, wh whoever uses these beds probably keeps all of their valuables and things. Um, uh, they probably keep all their valuables and things on their person. Um, but with such a high roll there, Della, you do find a gold piece down the back of the sofa. Yeah! <laughs> it's always worth having a look. But I will back out of there quickly and shut the door because that stinks. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Sweaty jock straps. Mm. Nice. 
have a look at this other door then. Yeah, you go to open the other door, which you discover is locked. And again, after a quick bit of trial and error um, with the key, what you find that one of these keys opens the uh, opens that door, and you you you, you open it up. You find yourself in what was probably once a much similar chamber, except this one has been um, this one has been re- re- reappropriated uh, to accommodate just a single large bed in the centre, and um, sort of comparatively um, luxury furnishings compared to the rest of rest of, of the building. Um, you enter this this room, Della, and you can see that um, uh, kind of in the far corner. Um, chained to uh, chained to, to to the wall and sort of bound, gagged, and uh, sort of appearing very very beaten up. Um, you can see that there is what looks to be an uh, an orphan man, uh, sort of pale pale skin, thick bushy beard, big thick twirly moustache. Um, his his face is bruised. He's got he's got a black eye, uh, and you can see that his uh, his skin is kind of crisscrossed with um, with with broken blood vessels. You can see that he is—he um, is both bl- blindfolded and, and gagged, as well as being locked to the wall. Okay. Um, right, guys, found him. And then I'll go and remove the blindfold and the gag, so he can talk. And I'll start removing his um, bonds. <coughs> as, as you take as you take take the gag off him, Della, uh, he coughs. Um, Sort of quite heftily, um, sort sort of looks at you um, almost with a look of confusion as he sort of see, sees you. Um, he sees he sees you, Della. Um, he sees the armband that you're still wearing, and uh, he spits in your face. I ain't telling that... you. I, I, I ain't telling you nothing. Well, that's a nice way to treat your rescuers, isn't it? Rescuers. This, this one of Morrison's tricks. Nah, he's dead now. Then why are you here wearing his armbands? Oh, it's a ruse. And I'll take it off. <laughs> All right. Give me a give me a diplomacy roll, Della. Okay. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Um, he sees you. He sees you take take uh, take the armband off. Sort of takes a second to listen to what to what you're saying, and um, you see he's he he kind of sort of um where where he was he he was quite tense. Um, he um you know for potentially obvious reasons, uh, he was quite tense. But you um. Uh, you watch as he as he kind of kind of relaxes back against against the wall the wall a little. Oi, sorry about that. He's dead, you see. Yes, very. Well, seems it's my lucky day. So what do I owe the pleasure, Miss? Uh... Oh, Della. My name's Della. Um. I'm, I'm sure one of my my friends can fill you in. What's Oi. going on? All right. Can you get me out of these chains? Oh yes, I, I, I'll be doing that. I'm sure one of these keys will work. Yeah, and yeah, sort of quite quickly. You find that one of these keys does fit, um, does fit fit the manacles holding him up, and with a clatter and a rattle, uh, they they come loose, and he drops down down to his knees, um, sort of rubbing his wrists as he does so. Oh. oh, it feels good to be out, be out of that, be out of that contraption. You say, you say you got, you've got friends here. Where are they? I'd like to meet them. Maybe shake, shake their hands a little. Where are they? It's been long enough. Yeah. So at about this point, kind of ten minutes have passed, um, and Otto and uh, sorry, Alwyn and uh, Amos finish their their rounds of healing. Right, who who else is injured? Oh uh, yes, I am I am injured. Ah, uh, Otto, right, Otto over here. Na- Nadia, are you injured? Uh you can see that Nadia is um is a is a she she does have some cuts and scrapes. Um 
Uh, so just just for your your guys' benefit, I'm I'm, I'm trying a new thing um, with uh, NPCs to make them a bit easy easy to manage. Um, I've taken a um, a little subsystem from uh, Strongholds and Followers, which is a um, a five E source book, and basically deal, deals with um, sort of having NPC followers like like Nadia is, and ways to make them easier to run and stuff. Um, and I've, I've kind of modified it to fit second edition Pathfinder. Uh, but basically, what uh, basically uh, Nadia no longer has hit points; she has health levels, um, which kind of refer to you know a general state of how injured she is. Um, so in terms of like healing her and stuff, um, you wouldn't restore hit points; you'd restore you know health levels. Health so levels. Is, is that um, rather than like hit points? It's uh, basically one hit reduces you by one health level. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So, so currently, systems. But it, but it, but but what, what that also means is that sometimes there will be cases where you know she takes hits, she looks injured, mm-hmm. but she's not, she's not in need of healing. This is one of those situations. Right. Okay. So, so healing wouldn't do anything. Then. No. Right. It wouldn't 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 give her any mechanical benefit. Okay. Pop over here then, Otto. Um, right. Huh. Yes. Sit in this chair, I'll, and I'll start a treat wounds on Otto. Um, how badly injured is Otto looking? Um, I'm about, uh, I'm a little over fifty percent. Well, right. So. I'll do a DC twenty on Otto as well. Then. Thank you. Uh, yeah. That is yeah, a twenty-two. So, uh, over the course of the next ten minutes, Otto will get back nineteen hit points. 19 sure hit points. Sure thing. Okay, so um, kind of just just as you start tending to Otto, uh, or when you hear the call come from uh, from upstairs, uh, from from Della. Um, so, Brother Amos, do you want to do anything? Um, can't think of anything. No. Okay. Uh, Nadia, so- it's your uncle. You may want to go up. Uh, yes, it's almost like you read my mind, Stu. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So kind of, kind of as as Della calls down that he's been found. Uh, you see Nadia, um, who's who she'd just been kind of dusting herself off, catching her breath. Like as, as soon as the, as soon as the, this call from up from from upstairs comes down, um, you see she she grabs her things and perhaps the most excited you've seen her in in, in some time uh, she 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 heads up, up the stairs and a moment or two later Della uh, you hear the sound of footsteps coming coming upstairs and you see uh, you see Nadia sort of um, poking her head head around the door ring gear you old bastard she says as she sees him um, she drops the battle axe uh, she rushes in and uh, um, she embraces him in uh, in, a, in a in a big hug and you can see that he's he's he, he's completely shocked and taken and, and taken aback. Nadia, what in Rastel's name are you doing here? Um, and uh, Nadia sort of says, "It's a it's a it's a long story, Uncle Ringier. I'll I'll let my friends explain. They've uh, they've been looking for you. You see. Come on, let's get you downstairs. And you see uh, Nadia uh, leads uh, leads Ringier out of. Out of this room and down the stairs, uh, where she she reappears to everybody else shortly after. Um, Della, just as you're just as you're leaving uh, that 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 room, uh, give me another perception roll. Yeah, I was gonna have a quick look on my way. Twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, you just catch out the corner of your eye as you're uh, as you're following Nadia and Ringier downstairs. Uh, you can see that there is. Um, a metal box tucked underneath the uh, underneath the bed. Ooh, metal box. Yes, I would like to have a look at that. Yeah. Is you, it a small metal saw... box or a big metal box? Um, it's probably a medium-sized metal box. Like think of a think think of it's a bit like a footlocker. Mm. Is it locked? Uh, do you attempt to open it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you attempt to open it and you find that it is locked. Okay. Do one of my keys open it? There must be one I haven't tried yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So actually, as as you go to pop pop, um, you do realise that there is uh, a fourth and final key that you haven't let yet found a use for, and you pop the key into the lock, uh, which pops open, and um, 
as uh, as you turn the key in the lock, um, you not only hear the sound of the lock disengaging, but you hear the sound of some kind of mechanism uh, resetting itself. And um, as 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 you finish t- turn the key and you lift the lid of this locker, uh, you can see that kind of built into the, into the lid, uh, there was what looked to be um, uh, a, a mechanism for, for for shooting out a dart. Uh, but the use of the key seems to bypass that. Lucky for you. Yeah. Uh, inside this little footlocker, you see a few things, Della. Um, uh, there are, I think, most notably, the first thing that thing that thing that Della sees is there is that there is a collection of coin in the bottom of the uh, of the locker, um, and sort sort of just just glancing over it, and as you take a second to count it out, uh, you find thirty two gold pieces and a hundred and seventeen silver pieces. Cool. You've had quite a haul today. I am very happy about this. On top of on top of that, kind of resting on top of it, uh, you can see that there is um, looks to be a decorative silver mirror, uh, which is kind of um, engraved and styled in the shape of two lovers embracing. Um, you think that might be worth worth a worth a little bit of money. You also find um, there are two small le- leather pouches. One uh, one contains um, you sort of pop it open and it contains four. Uh, four very rough-looking gemstones. You sort of look at them, and they—they they, they appear to be carnelians. Um, again, perhaps, perhaps worth worth something something to the right buyer. And in the second pouch, there are um, another two uh, another two vials of a familiar red liquid. These are two lesser healing potions. Um, and perhaps the most interesting thing, um, kind of as you kind of scoop up scoop up the rest of this, Della, you see. In the bottom, sort of buried under some of some of this coin, there looks to be um, a thin shaft of grey wood uh, that seems to have uh, its kind of very, very long, very, de- very, very deliberately carved. Um, there is a section toward one end that looks like it has been coated in silver, um, and the, the piece of wood itself seems to kind of um, blur. And, and, and shift as you as you look at it. Um, without without knowing exactly what it is, you 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 get the sense that this could be a magic wand. I don't know if I've seen one of those. It looks fancy. I think you've heard. I think you've heard of um, you've heard of um, magic wands. Like like you hear stories about about people finding, um, you know, sort of stick. Ma- magical sticks or batons that have have a, some semblance of power to them, and this this seems alien enough that it could be that kind of thing. Mm. Cool. Um, I am totally packing all of that away into my little bag, and I am definitely heaving a sigh of relief with the amount of money that I have just found. Yes. Here we go. Cool. All right, and then you kind down. of yeah, you make your way way back downstairs. Um, <laughs> And yeah, you're all there. Uh, uh, yeah, so so Olwyn and Amos and Otto. Um, sort of Nadia comes down uh, with this uh, man who you presume to be uh, be Ringir. And uh, a, a moment or two later, you hear you you, you see you see Della making and making an appearance as well. Hello, Ringir. Nice to meet you. Take a number. I'll I'll treat you um, in a minute. <laughs> Oi. Thank, thank you, sir. That's that's that, that's quite 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 kind of you. Um, You're saying he's looking beat up. He's he's been he's been beaten up quite quite heftily. He's yeah. been roughed up. He's yeah. been here for a couple of days. That sort of thing. Definitely give you a bit of treatment soon. All right. Just, well, just while working on that through here. While I'm while I'm waiting for that, um, your friend upstairs, Della, and. Indeed, my 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 niece Nadia here. She tells me that you're you've been looking for me. Yes, we're here to save the world. I presume Della told you all about it. Save the world, eh? That sounds orf- that sounds awfully uh, um, awfully grand purpose for a for a humble smuggler such as myself. Now we we have a very very special thing we want you to smuggle into the city for us. 
Right, okay. And what might that be then? As. You, okay. Okay. The way you the way you, you were talking there, sir, for a second, you had me a little bit worried. But um it's no, not, pe- not people... sir, I'm Alwyn. I I'm sure I'm, I'm, if it's all the same to you, sir, I'm gonna keep calling you sir as you are you seem to be seem, seem to be the ones that what what rescued me from um from 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 uh, from what, what what is that over there? He looks at points at points at the at the body of the wolf. Oh, that's oh, my that new was rug. The, the dick that was running the place. Ma- that's Marcian. Marcian. Yes, Marcian. Ah, uh, you know, I thought there was something odd about him. I would never have thought that he was one of them winter wolves, especially because they're, well, they're not supposed to be able to take human form outside of the Hurlins. Ah, uh, we we spotted it straight away, didn't we, everyone? We didn't think he was a vampire. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I didn't. <laughs> Press X to doubt. Delivery's <laughs> <laughs> <is> nothing. <laughs> Here we go. So come on, come on. Then we've got a little, we've got a little bit of time. Tell me about this uh, this grand purpose of yours. Well, I, I'm I'm a bit bit. Sorry, Otto. Um, just stabbed you with the needle. Um, yes, I'm a bit distracted, <laughs> so uh, one of my friends can tell you all about it. <coughs> all right. Well, I'll be glad to hear it. And um, as as he says that, and sort of sort of sort of leans back against uh, um, against against a semi semi rotten shelf, sort of starts to take, take, start to take a seat. Um, you all hear uh, the sound of uh, sort of semi raucous laughter coming from outside. Um, uh, outside the library, and you hear boots on wood, uh, followed by uh, the swinging of doors as as the main doors to the library build, building open. And you see striding in are, are four more of these uh, th- these fish camp guards, sort of dressed in leathers, wearing hooks, and with these with these blue and purple arm brands around around their arms. Oh, for and, fuck's um, sake! They they sort of stride they sort of stride into into the room, um, and they do. Initially, they don't appear to notice you, and then uh, they clock uh, they clock uh, the four uh, sort of six of you. Um, they clock uh, the body of Marcy on the ground. They clock the body of, of the two ogres, one of which is de- which is decapitated. And you see, um, they they look at you all and they go, "What the fuck's happened here?" And that's what we're going to have for tonight, folks. <laughs> from the 20 side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com. Editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the 20 side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com.
fuck's sake, try and do some healing here. People get walking in and out, like, you know, just, yes. <laughs> Owen's going to lose his temper, lose his demeanour in a minute. <laughs> Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me healing anyone when I'm angry. <laughs> I wouldn't like you healing me when you're angry. No. <laughs> Dangerous enough as it is. Angry healing doesn't take too well. Angry anything isn't good. Mm. Angry petrol buying. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah.